Ah, jeez. Did you hear the starter pistol? R.I.P. Leslie Nelson. Everyone, hey, welcome to the show. Whoa. Wow, it's the weekly Russell 41. We're here. 41. We got to 40, took a two-week break. Took a two-week. Yeah, we needed it. We deserved it. it. Well, did we get to 40 and then we took the break? We got That's to 40 and then we took a break. Yeah, that was good. That is very responsible. Yeah. Uh, I came back. Uh, did You uh, You couldn't watch any of my thing the other day. And I it tried. Was, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. This is the Weekly Wrestle 41. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling Umbrella Company. Uh, welcome all interns. Interns, we've missed you. We missed you. I missed, missed you. you. I missed you. <laughs> We all, I we all missed you. Well, I'm saying you were here on Wednesday. I, I, this is my first time back. It was a soft open. It was, it was a soft <laughs> open. Yeah, it was a friends and family only. Yeah. Uh, Tam's in the chat. Tam's, Tam's first here. off. Tam's Tam, here. kaboom, kaboom. Um, our first stream with the new YouTube design. No red subscribe button anymore. <gasps> oh, yeah, interesting. We oh. also. But the we Patreon also have, is still there. So start. We have to get that. rid of the Patreon. One day we'll get rid of it. We no Next longer week. have a graphic designer. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Very sad. Very, yeah. very sad. <laughs> We're missing a lot of people from behind the scenes of the show now. <laughs> A lot of our um, behind-the-scenes backers are <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the support. <laughs> the needed support. Should we talk about Rampage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Red, you know, how you doing? You know, you visited Austin. You yeah. Were here, I, you were hanging I, out. I enjoyed Austin. I think I'm going to come back for Christmas. I love it. I lo- I I'll be Christmas here. Is, yeah, Christmas. I'll be here. Uh, Let's I have Christmas together. Let's have Christmas together. We'll a little a wrestling Christmas. Yeah, we're gonna have a little wrestling Christmas. I got. That's I brought like, back the the Patrick Nicely wrestling figures. We're gonna decorate a tree. I'll I'll get the tree. All right, done. <laughs> I'll bring right. it with me on the in my car. <laughs> All interns invited. All interns are invited to our uh, very special, very loserly's wrestling Christmas. A very oh, special that's Christmas. a really fun idea. Yeah, I think we should do that. I think yeah. we should have like a real variety show. But we should start talking about Rampage. Right? We should get into it. We should. We should get probably into get into it yeah. just a little bit. Um, sound off in the comments when you're in here. Um, well, the the show um, it sucked and I hated it. Um, <laughs> I said it sucked real bad and uh, everything about it is just boring to me. I I I the word I use is uninspired. Yeah, you know, my diplomatic word is uninspired. Want to talk about the most frustrating part of it for me? It's the opening match. Okay. The acclaimed versus. Josh Woods and Tony Nese. It, it was frustrating for me as well, but I'd like to hear your reasons. Um, well, of course, the acclaimed win. This is not only for the championship, the championship right. that Josh Woods and Tony Nese are fighting for the championship. They got a championship uh, of match. Um, it's also for the use of Scissor Me Daddy. Right. And one what this reminds me of, Roy, hmm. this very uh, program with the acclaimed, it hmm. reminds me of Wardlow right after winning the title. Hmm. Mm. Just going straight to Smart Mark and doing the 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 security guard thing yep. that was bad. Yep. It's pointless. It's not yep. about the championship. It's not yep. about the title. Yep. You just won the championship and you're having this defense. This is your defense. Mm-hmm. And it's over the scissor me daddy phrase. Mm-hmm. This is the curse of the champions in AEW. <sighs> yeah, you know, I don't disagree with that. I think the acclaimed are only slightly different. I don't think the booking is different. I agree with you that this is this is bad booking. I also think it's like, why are you doing like, 
Why even bother doing something like this when the blow off is in a week? Like, why are you doing this feud? And why are you doing this feud with two people who you haven't booked well to begin with? And then on top of that, you don't even give them an entrance. So I sure. automatically know what the deal is here. I know what the score is. Mm -hmm. And it's all about Smart Mark. And you've never given Smart Mark any wins ever in any scenario. So, like, there's just nothing. There's nothing good about this. I'm hoping that this is just killing time until we get, like, the ladder match between Swerve and Lee versus the acclaimed to blow that feud off completely uh, yeah i just uh, it's it just feels that um i don't know it just feels like they're 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 ruining the acclaimed the scissor me dad like the very fact that they're doing like well i bought the scissor me daddy yeah. thing like it's just overkill it's overkilling the whole gimmick you know they're they're doing it to death <laughs> yeah i just think we should pump the brakes a little bit on the whole killing of the acclaimed thing it's only been a week this is only oh, they yeah. did this quick and they blew it off They've but if they don't keep if if they don't have a good feud here coming up, then yeah, they will slowly die over time. It's true. And did you hear what Tony Nice and Josh Woods are called now? The pro the power athletes, varsity athletes. Oh, that's funny. What does that remind you of? The the varsity blondes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they also Tony Khan recently did um, filed a claim. I don't know what do you how do you call it uh, for a copyright for uh, the Varsity Club. Interesting. So I think he's oh the Varsity bring, Club. He's trying to bring the Varsity Club back. Interesting. Which should be well. Interesting. I know. Well, uh, that's that's actually I'm into that. Um, Woodsy the Beast is in the Woodsy. chat. Woodsy, welcome yes. back, Woodsy. Welcome back. Oh my God, what happened, Roy? Yeah. What just happened? I see you. I hear you. You're Everything right just went away. Yeah, but you're um, right there. Okay, everything's okay. Um, Woodsy the Beast, welcome to the chat. Woodsy says, "Why do anything when Tony Nese is on the match? Is in the match? You're right. Yeah, I like Josh Woods too, but Josh I like Woods Josh Woods. We're gonna do shit when he's with Tony Nese, and also and Smart start, Mark. Uh, yeah, and that's not Smart Mark's fault. I like Smart Mark. I think he's good. I think you could use him in a better capacity than you're using him. I think he needs to tone it down a smidge. Yeah. I think him and Sanjay Dutt need to turn it down a smidge. Oh no, Sanjay never turn it down, Sanjay." Just a smidge. Just Never a smidge. Have you watched Sanjay J. Lethal and Satnam Singh on um, Hey EW with RJ City? No, it's I have not. Fantastic. It's is so it good? good? It's so good. Oh. Satnam Singh is so funny. Is he funny? Actually, yeah, they funny? set him up. They set him up. And he's okay. so funny. He keeps trying to give Sanjay Dutt at the end of the interview, keeps trying to give RJ City a pencil as like a gift. And Satnam Singh keeps breaking them in half. And <laughs> Sanjay so keeps giving them to him and he keeps snapping them in half. And Sanjay's like, what are you doing? And Jay Lethal's like, stop doing that. And Satnam just keeps breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know who's in the chat right now? Who? Hassan. Oh, Hassan Terrell. Hassan's Hi there, guys. Here. Hi, Hassan. Hassan, Hello welcome there. back. Welcome, welcome Hassan. Back. So good to see you. They, uh, Hassan writes, hi there, guys. Hi, hi there, Hassan. We missed you. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining the chat. Smash the like button when you can. We would appreciate it. Um, but yeah, there's that stuff that happened. And then we have uh, weird intervention. Did you see that intervention with uh, Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, um, Lucha Bros? Like yeah. that this might have been, okay. This I was going to say this might have been my favorite part of Rampage. But that the bar is low for this episode yeah. of Rampage. This is like a perfect example for AEW of like great idea, poor execution. 
I love the storyline of like Eddie Kingston is starting to lose it and he may lose his job. Like he's lost every other job he's ever had in wrestling. I think that's a great story to tell. Great story. But this is awkward and this is yeah. weird. It's poor execution again, but a great story. Yeah. It just feels like there's some people that are made for TV and there's some people are not. And because they're all mixed in, it drags everyone down. Mm -hmm. No offense to Ortiz should not be talking. Kind of weird. Kind of um, uh, Alex Abrahantes should not be talking. <laughs> well, I don't. Alex Abrahantes should only talk when he's trying to translate what Penta says, and Penta yeah. spoke in English, so there's no yeah. reason for him to talk. No reason for him to talk. Um, but it was just interesting, and I guess there's going to be a little feud with Pack, which is good. I like Eddie sure. versus Pack. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Hassan writes, "Did you miss me, Hassan? Hassan? Of course we missed you. We." <laughs> Of course, we missed you. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Hook versus Ari Davari. Again, you you know you they literally have a stable. The Trustbusters are a stable that have been on television. You're not giving this guy an entrance. I don't care. Yeah. You're, You're giving just making me a match with no entrance. I don't care. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, unless 100%. both guys don't have an entrance, that's fine. Because then it's like you're just getting right to the action. I'm sure. If it's that. the but first one match guy of the night, doesn't, yeah, Jabarino. Doesn't okay. matter. Uh, boy, um, we got some comments here. Hassan writes, guess what NXT Halloween Havoc is on tonight at 7? Kickoff on Peacock. 7 uh, kickoff on Peacock. Is that tonight? That is tonight, yeah. I'm going to watch. Sure. Not live, but I will watch. Sure. Sure. And maybe there'll be an empty arena. All about it. Oh, I love it. Redly <laughs> 697's in the chat. Hey! Uh, Angela Lansbury was great for TV. What are you talking it's about? It's true. R.I.P. R.I.P. Did she just die? She died like last week. Yeah. My, the whole time I was home in Pennsylvania, my mom was watching Murder, She Wrote. Jason keeps talking. Uh, Redley697 keeps talking <laughs> about Angela Lansbury and bringing it up in their stand-up comedy. And it's not getting over. <laughs> just saw a show yesterday where he mentioned Angela Lansbury in four different jokes, not back to back, <laughs> just spread out throughout the set. And we're just like, what? Oh, uh, that's great. That's uh, Redley697 fucked up my thumb. Why? How? Uh, during Two Q Brothers. Uh, uh, you, you know how you and I, I used to lift you up a lot of the time, sure, right? Sure, suplex. Yeah. Uh, Jay's uh, Redley697, uh, <laughs> we played a game called uh, Musical Chair. <laughs> and we danced around a chair until the music stopped. And then one of us needs to sit in the chair. That's and it dangerous. got violent. That's dangerous. <laughs> Fucked up my thumb. Uh, Woodsy the Bee says, uh, so, uh, somehow Rampage is worse than Thunder. Yeah. There were some good thunders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there have been good I, rampages. <laughs> exactly. It's, he's yeah. uh, dead and on. It's a shame because they're doing more live shows, and you'd think that'd make a difference, but it doesn't. Yeah. Hassan writes, do you like uh, NXT Halloween Havoc? I like the idea of it. You know? I don't know. I get bothered by old WCW concepts that they brought back, only because they didn't start doing it until AEW launched. And I think they did it in a direct reaction to Cody, specifically before Cody was. Is that WWE. true? Yeah, they didn't do Halloween. Ha they did war games before war AEW, games. but they didn't do Halloween Havoc. They're doing Heat Wave. They, they brought back Great American Starcade, Bash again. Starcade, their Starcade uh, thing was before. It was, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Redley697 says, you said you were fine. Yeah, but the thumb still hurts. <laughs> okay, we got to keep moving on. Uh, we got Willow uh, Nightingale versus uh, Layla Gray totally whatever because Layla Gray is whatever but Willow's great, Willow's uh, and great. she's all elite officially has a contract which is great 
um, she should be the person that beats what's her face Jade, but that yeah. won't happen. Uh, no, it won't because they're idiots. Um, uh, and then the main event is uh, Orange wait, Cassidy. Wait, wait. wait, I also want to talk about how frustrated I am that they did this thing where Homegirl was like, I'm not going to leave the ring. And then she starts beating up security guards, which is like cool to watch a, a woman kick the shit out of male security guards. But the entire time, Excalibur is cutting, like is is saying whatever it is that they're going to next. It never takes the time. And the camera is literally panning away and part. fading out as this is happening treating it like it's absolutely nothing so that's cool that's that was good. jade huh that's jade yeah that's oh man that's uh, a bacha a rooney oh i think hassan has a very specific message for you roy uh do you like spooky matches no oh interesting hot take hot take oh, yeah, well, hassan, like what, hassan give me an example uh, hassan, of you're gonna have match. To tell me your favorite spooky match and we'll tell you if it's i like, like in spin our wheel the wheel make the deal yeah, spin the wheel, make the deals great. Also, um, I like blindfold matches. Interesting. Yeah, They're well, fun. You love, you know, I if if someone asked me what is Red Jefferson's favorite wrestling match, I wouldn't have a definitive answer, but I would say I know for a fact that D'Lo Brown versus Triple H in a blindfold match is in the, in the top five. That's two thousand two, dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's two thousand two. Um, we should watch that raw. Honestly, uh, that that's a really great idea. Uh, Redley six nine seven says, "You know who's not fine? All the loved ones la Lansbury left behind." Is that's that one, one of the, of the jokes. jokes. <laughs> is like Angela Lansbury, more like Angela Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I bet you Ridley six nine seven wishes you were in that. <laughs> really, no one laughed at that. There was a, because they have a series of ones that progressively get funnier. Uh, like uh, I forget, like um, Gordon Ramsay. Good thing he didn't die. Either he'd be Gordon Ramsay, or uh, <laughs> or he, oh, he fucked it up. Uh, flow the uh, flow rider, uh, or a, and it's supposed. To, I thought it was funny if said flow ridden, but he said flow road. <laughs> flow ridden. I Both think are good. Both are I don't know. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, tell us what you think. Flow ridden or flow road? <laughs> and the end of the night is Orange Cassidy versus 10 versus Roosh for the European title. Um, what do you think of it? I thought um, poor use of Roosh. 10 needs to lose his mask. And Orange Cassidy didn't need to be there. I mean, I don't, why did this need Orange to be Cassidy this doesn't title? need the championship. I don't even know what the point of this championship is anymore. I'm glad he won because he deserved to finally beat Pac. And but why did he deserve title. that? Like, what is the, what did we think this championship was supposed to be? I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like a title that is touring. A yeah. touring title. Yeah. With like international superstars. And that's why it was good that Pac was doing it. Yeah. And then it moved to Orange Cassidy and tennis in this match. Yeah. Where are you from, Ten? Parts yeah. unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this title back to parts unknown. <laughs> oh man, it's just it's just nuts. Um, but uh, that's the end of the night. That's the end of the night. Um, we should really talk about some news, though. Roy. We got to get into the news. Um, we have a time on that nothing comment. Show. Hassan writes, uh, "I like the cage match fight pit match. Uh, I do actually like the fight pit. It's a little spooky." It's a little spooky. That's a good point. Of course, I like hardcore matches. Of course, you do hard. Honestly, hardcore matches pretty spooky. Sure. sure you never know. Honestly, so would you change your answer now, Roy? Do you like spooky matches? If a hardcore match is spooky, 
Yeah, yeah, we'd call hard. I, I think that uh, the interns have decided hardcore matches are spooky, and we should honestly refer. We had a really spooky hardcore match tonight on AEW Dynamite. That's what we'll say. Yeah, refer yeah, as spooky. Good. This yeah. is we're just building the lore. Thanks so much, Hassan. Yeah. Redley six nine seven says, "Y'all watch RVD's thoughts on CM Punk. Nothing hurts more than Rob." Uh, saying that he's not digging your energy. <laughs> uh, did you watch it? I didn't. I thought I thought RVD was on CM Punk's side. Yeah, he's just being a little. Uh, he's just like, yeah, dude's got an ego. Not saying it's a bad thing, but blah 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 blah. Not digging okay. his vibe. Um, we okay, have to talk RVD. about the news. Yeah. Um, let's go to the first item on the news, Tam. Thank you so much. Everyone, give it up for Tam. Tam's, Tam's doing here. a great, great, great job. Kaboom! And by the way, you're a oh, kaboom. Also, make sure to. Sound off in the chat like and button. like the button. Kaboom it. Kaboom da, uh, button. Tammy Kaboom is waiting. Waiting for more kabooms. <laughs> um, Woodsy says, I love the zombie lumberjack match with the Miz. Oh, Woodsy. yeah, Woodsy. Woodsy. Oh, yeah, Woodsy. <laughs> Let's go. Did you like uh, that match? I can't remember it. Okay. I think that's, I think honestly, that's probably, I don't, I don't remember it, but I can say that that's probably my favorite lumberjack match of all time. Um, <laughs> I could easily say that had more entertainment value than any other lumberjack ever made. <laughs> um, we have to talk about this next. Okay. Now, uh, Hangman Adam yeah. Page is okay. He's okay. Hangman Adam Page is okay. We all saw on Dynamite this past week, Hangman versus Moxley in the main event. Hangman took a, a, a pretty stiff clothesline and then flipped around and landed on his head. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say that it's not anyone's fault. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of things. Um what, what are your thoughts on that? What, what were your thoughts going through when it first saw it? I was taken aback. And honestly, I saw him take the clothesline. I got distracted because that was the night I got back from my trip and I was moving things around and sure. whatever. Uh, I saw him take the clothesline. I saw him hit the ground. I saw that he wasn't moving, didn't know what was happening, got distracted, and then I heard them call the match. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was like, oh, this is how they're getting out of this. Like, mm. Hangman doesn't have to take the pin. They're calling it. Moxley's a tough motherfucker, and that's just how it's going to go. So I thought it was storyline at first. But when I saw him, like, continuing to not move, and the way they were shooting it, they were trying to avoid shooting Hangman. They were staying away from it. The announcers were clearly confused. They didn't know what was going on. When MJ, I mean, MJF's a pro, but when he came to the ring and did that whole thing, like, that felt very kind of, like, improvised. Like, they didn't know what was going on. It didn't feel like we got back on track until he was on the ramp cutting the promo saying he's going to earn it at full gear, which yeah. is him becoming a babyface, by the way. They're turning uh, MJF babyface. I, I think that you're right that this felt rushed. It felt improv because I don't think he – I think he would have changed around how he said that. I don't think he wants to be like that cla- – like the earned it line, I hate. I hate that because that's the least MJF thing I've ever heard because he believes that he face. has earned everything. That's yeah. the thing about MJF. He believes that he does earn it because he does work hard and he does make himself. We've heard that before. That line uh, bothered me, but we did love uh, uh, William Regal and MJF yeah. earlier today, right? But that was that's amazing. the thing, right? Like, let's let's look big picture at this. Two things. One, it's an indisputable fact at this point. Whether CM Punk is with the company or not, whether CM Punk is on television or not, your biggest star is MJF. He's the future of your company. He's getting mega reactions. You got to turn this guy babyface. You got to. There's no there's no way around it. Now, hold on. You can turn him babyface while also continuing to allow him to be himself. Stone but cold. you've just got to tweak it a little bit 
and this is the beginning of regal is breaking his brain regal is convincing him that he needs to fucking earn this and that all of this shit that he's talked about the the regal email the story about cm punk and him and meeting punk and all of that it's all regal saying like yeah that sucks and that's really hard but we all have hardships and all of this has made you a bigger and stronger person and now you're going to be ready to take on the biggest and strongest person in the company and I'm you're going to beat that. him and I'm you're going to be the biggest strongest person in this company and now once he's a baby face he can still be obnoxious and be himself but now he can go on television he can go on jimmy kimmel or whoever and he can start promoting and being a bigger part of aew because you know He's got a great story to tell, Rosie O'Donnell, all that shit, and he's going to be the mainstream attraction that AEW needs to grow the company. Do you think in any way William Regal will partner with MJF and they will have some sort of mentorship management? Uh, that question before my next one. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I think they'll shake hands after after he beats moxley moxley won't shake his hand but regal will shake his hand because technically this feud is quickly becoming not about moxley and mjf it's about Mo it's about mjf and regal and earning respect and all of that so i think regal will shake his hand when he wins the title and he's gonna say you don't need me you've surpassed me he's gonna you don't need him. anybody maybe i think i think uh, he's gonna shake mjf's hand and mjf is just gonna punch him with that ring i think let's flip the table i think regal punches mjf with the nucks danielson comes out goes full-blown heel with regal and his first feud as champion is with danielson and moxley goes on vacation that's interesting man i think they need to break up the blackpool combat club um i knowing AEW, they'll just like do that thing where like regal and danielson are heels but then cesaro and wheeler, wheeler will just be like out look there. this fucking neutral ass yeah, yeah. like the, the limbo. real sweden real, real, real sweden hassan says how about spooky movies any spooky movies you like Roy? i like um no well, I like spooky movies. I like some. I don't like a lot. I haven't seen a lot. I haven't seen a lot sure. of spooky movies. What's your favorite spooky movie, Hassan? Hassan yeah. says, did you guys see uh, AEW moved last Tuesday night and dark on special matches on 7? Easy. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I saw it too. Yeah, no, but thank you so much, Hassan. Let us know yeah. your spooky movie, your favorite spooky movie. We have to move on, though, Roy. We have to move yeah. on because you mentioned CM Punk before. Next slide there, Tam. Uh, we're going to talk about CM Punk is unlikely to return to AEW, Roy. Unlikely yeah. to return to AEW, and reports are um, Ace Steel has been let go. Which, sure, foregone conclusion. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, Kenny Omega stalls bite marks. Um, <laughs> uh, there's talk of uh, buying out the contract. Yeah. Buying out the AEW contract. But the big hiccup there is the non-compete clause because apparently a Triple H is open. Yeah, sure. I would be too. Do you think CM Punk's open? I think he's a piece of shit if he is. But hey. Why is he a piece of shit if he is? Because I just think like how much like you know, I just I've I've learned. Okay, piece of shit's aggressive. And also I should say by the way, I'm going to be a little disappointed if I actually do never see him in AEW again, which is crazy coming from me because I've been saying so many terrible things. But I will be disappointed because as, yeah. as time goes on, things soften and, you know, you've got this guy. You might as well try to use him. My whole thing is I, I think I've learned a lot more about CM Punk since this whole brawl out situation. And I just 
I just think he's full of shit. I think he's completely full of shit. Like, we've since gotten pro all those times that he was like, I don't even watch wrestling anymore. I don't care about wrestling. Wrestling's stupid. I'm over it. As part of my life, it's gone. It's done. We then later found out that he never stopped watching wrestling. He was always watching wrestling. He was watching all the pay-per-views while he was gone. He would get together with people and watch old wrestling. He never stopped. It never stops. He's full of shit. So for all of these times that he was like, I'm never going back there. The grass isn't greener. Like for all you people who are excited, like, no, it's bullshit. Like nothing's changed. It's all the fucking same. And then you're just going to go back there after all the things that you've said? You're just going to go back there? What a heel. I guess. But they're going to yeah. treat him like a baby face. He's going to want to be like a triumphant baby face. I don't know. And you know what? The WWE Universe will go fucking crazy for him. You know it. I'll watch. I'll be there. I'll be excited. But they're going to go nuts for him. I hope this is... I, you and know, then he's going to say, like, uh, you know, five years ago or seven years ago, I left professional... What was it? What did he say? He said, like, ten years ago, I left professional wrestling, and now I'm back. So what's he going to go back and be like, I left professional wrestling, I came back to professional wrestling, I left again, and I'm back in sports entertainment. <laughs> you know? Like... My question, my question is, uh, the whole thing that happened backstage altercation was that a work? No, it, wasn't a work. <laughs> it might it be wasn't a work. work. We're hoping it's a work. work. Come on, everyone, let's hope it's a work. Oh, I think my we're going to see the Bucks and Omega soon. Uh, well, there were mentions of them on this past Dynamite. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of them when referencing Ring of Honor? They showed. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, they showed Punk. They showed Punk and the Young Bucks. Uh, and I and think they, Kenny, they, they mentioned the elite at one point, the elite, the, were in. the, the trios championships, yeah, they mentioned the elite. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see. um, uh, Asan writes, um, trick or treat, Scooby-Doo and bring it on cheer or die movie. I haven't seen those. Roy, oh, have you bring seen it those? on cheer or die. Sounds fun. Um, uh, Oh, did you see the trailer? Uh, black Adam trailer? Um, last night, uh, did you see it? I seen commercials for it. No, I'm not into superhero movies. Yeah, I'm not terribly into this either, but I, I, I'm probably going to see it. Sure, of course. I'll probably see it. I support The Rock uh, and The Rock's endeavors to expand wrestling. Um, yeah. Well, he's, he's bringing it to the yeah, masses. Hey, hey, you're, right. um, you're spot on. We have to keep moving on, though, because we got some more things. Next slide there, Tam. Just in terms of Kenny Omega, we were just talking about him. Um, uh, unable to participate in the Triple A uh, Triple Mania yep. event yep. Um, uh, the, at first to just wrestle or even just to have a message for the show uh, really? wasn't allowed to Didn't because of uh, extenuating circumstances with the legal ramifications of that brawl uh, that they're still ongoing. Um, but also, uh, did you know who shares a birthday with Kenny Omega? Who? Fuego de Sol. <laughs> no, you know what, how I know this? Why? Because AW wished Fuego does so a happy birthday and not Kenny Omega. <laughs> How do you know it was Kenny Omega's birthday? <laughs> because it was, uh, it was like, uh, hey, AW wishes Fuego does so a happy birthday. And everyone's just like, what? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> just like, it's Kenny's birthday too. <laughs> and they didn't mention it. <laughs> Burn. Um, Burn. Uh, we have to keep moving on, Roy, because we're talking about more contract stuff. Oh. You know, did you hear about more contract stuff? Next slide there, Tim. Uh, Christopher Jericho. Have you heard of him? I've heard of Christopher Jericho, yeah. Christopher James Jericho uh, has signed a contract extension for another several years. Uh, and uh, he's uh, going to be taking on more responsibilities of producer, mentor, and he's incredulous about it. Uh, I can't stand hearing him talk about it. It's what do you disgusting. mean he's incredulous about it? I haven't oh heard him talk God. about anything. Um, you should check the article in Variety. <laughs> <laughs> 
AEW <laughs> decided to break the news at Variety and with an exclusive interview from Chris Jericho, where Chris Jericho's just like, it's great. It's like it's my own company. I can do whatever I want. And nobody says anything. I have so much creative freedom. I could just do anything and I just make it work. And then he's just like spoiling shit. He's just like, yeah, I'm drawing about champion, but someone's going to come slay the dragon. Like, why are you telling us this? <laughs> I wonder who is, though. That's I've been thinking a lot about that. I don't know. Ooh. It has to be a former Ring of Honor champion because the whole thing is like, hey, if I'm beating all these former Ring of Honor champions. CM Punk. <laughs> can't be Cesaro because he beats Cesaro. Nope. Uh, Cesaro's yeah. out. Um, can't be can't... Danielson, I don't think. Yeah, because Danielson it's already low did key. it twice. Yeah, low key. Uh, <laughs> is like anyone? Low key. Yeah, but I just, but I don't think low key. Homicide. <laughs> but like, there is no one. There's no there one that's really not with affiliated with. Unless WWE. it's Adam Cole. Oh, interesting. Was he Ring of Honor champ? Like two or three times. Yeah. No, um, but he's got, but uh, uh, this was news last week that never actually happened. Adam Cole may be out uh, there for forever. Did you hear about this? I haven't heard so much about. I just know that he can't get cleared. That's he all can't I get know. cleared because of brain injury, and uh, there might be talk that this is not like a short term thing. This may be a real long thing. That's such a drag. That's such yeah. a bummer. Um. You want to hear Woodsy to Beast? Great pick for Rig of Honor to beat J- yeah. uh, Jay Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they I think actually, yet. actually, we have a, a audio clip of of uh, Jay Lethal coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the audience reaction when he wins. He beats Chris Jericho. It is funny. I'm, I'm going back to um, <laughs> this Hey EW interview with the three of them. RJ said, he's like, Jay Lethal, I hear you can impersonate wrestlers really well. And he's like, yeah, I do okay. He's like, great. Uh, I've got a couple of people. Can you impersonate them? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. He goes, all right, great. First one, Carl Gotch. <laughs> 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 he's like, I can't do that one. He's like, all right, how about Ed Strangler Lewis? <laughs> That's very funny. That's very silly. That's very, That's very silly. RJ said, he's something. <laughs> Hassan writes, I saw Hocus Pocus 2 movie last Sunday, and it was cool. I haven't seen it yet. I hear good things. I hear good things. I hear good um, things. And uh, then Hassan writes, that was, I think you're trying to say that was sick. They put like a, a, an emoji of someone like about to throw up. <laughs> so I think that means good thing. Like that was sick. <laughs> Open. Uh, we got to keep moving on, Roy, um, because we're talking about Athena. Next slide there, Tam. Oh, see, I haven't seen this. Have you heard about her nonsense? I've heard a little bit about it. I still don't really know what happened because I haven't seen the match, but I guess Jody Threat got a little lost. And Athena just started beating the shit out of her. So <laughs> have you watched auto- the match? No, I have not, but I read about it. Uh, apparently, I'm going to watch it actually right after this. I should have watched it before. Athena uh, was having a match with uh, uh, Jody Threat, and yeah. it was Jody Threat's hometown. I think yeah. they're in Toronto. They're in Toronto, like, yeah. And she's Canadian. And so they, she got a babyface reaction. So Athena, which is a wise thing, started working heel. And she made a call to an audible in the ring and just kind of working it out. But uh, Jody got a little lost, and Athena has no patience for that. So <laughs> quick thumb to the eye, a kick to the brains. <laughs> like, uh, she just beat the shit out of her. Um, and uh, yeah. I yeah, heard this a- actually wasn't a big deal. I know they talked to her. I guess like people at AEW talked to Athena afterwards. but I think it's a big deal because she keeps injuring people. Mm, she did break Britt Baker's nose. And someone else she, she hurt. Yeah. Did she hurt someone else? I don't know. I don't think. I think Brett was the second she, person. Like, she I don't hurt. think she really hurt Jody Threat. I don't. Th- I think they just. She's a little banged it's up. It's just irresponsible. Yeah. 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 Totally. 
Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's agree. uh, it's like Sexy Star. Remember Sexy Star? Yeah, but that's a little different though. That's sexy a Liberty Star. Se sexy Star deliberately shot on someone and like almost tried to break their arm. There's a little bit of a difference there. Oh, it's, it seems similar. Um, Hassan writes, did CM Punk leave yet? No, not yet, uh, Hassan. Not but thank you, so, thank you so much for that question. I appreciate you, Hassan. Yeah. You ask you ask straightforward questions and you want straightforward answers. Right. And we love to give it to you, right, Roy? Absolutely. Bless you, Hassan. Uh, smash the like button, please. Smash the like button. Um, moving on, we got to talk about... Mr. Ass, Daddy, Mr. Ass, Mr. Daddy Ass. Uh, WDB passed on the Billy Gunn coming to for the GX reunion. You know that? I saw this. Yeah, I saw this. Did you see why? Because they didn't want to use AEW on television. Yeah. Uh, Which is Tony really petty, honestly. It, it, it is pretty petty. Uh, Tony Khan's one caveat is like, you have to mention he's from AEW. That seems really and, reasonable. And they did it with Mickey James. They did, Yeah, with Impact, right? They said Impact. Impact yeah. champion. They mentioned She had the, the title, I feel like. Yeah. And so, like, uh, it's, it's kind of petty, uh, very petty of and apparently everyone was sad about it. But I'm just like, like, uh, apparently there was there were plans of him coming. The yeah, they flight was already booked. for him. Yeah, it's all done. And uh, yeah, it's just very interesting. Yeah. Cause I, and I guess like Tony Khan had settled on. You don't even have to say it. But when you put his name on the screen, there should be an AW logo next to it. Yeah, that's all he wanted, which is really reasonable. Yeah. It is reasonable, but hey, why don't these things happen? Maybe lawyers got involved. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, th that's the the thing that happened there. Um, Hassan writes, "Bless you two guys." Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Hassan. That's actually very sweet. Here, Thank we're you. gonna give you a blessing too. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> Okay, good job, Hassan. Um, that's our blessing. That's a LLW blessing to our interns. Uh, moving on, Triple H has COVID. Next slide there, Tam. We got Triple H. Uh, hopefully, you're able to get that GIF. Uh, there's a GIF of uh, Triple H just like angry but drooling. Like, <laughs> and I just like him having COVID, like rabid COVID. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're sad that he's not, he's not feeling yeah. well. He's going to be back soon. But let's just quickly take a second. To talk about some new things Triple H has been doing. Um, let's see. Elias is back. Elias is back. Ezekiel's still out with a career-ending injury. JBL is with Baron Corbin. And did you see JBL's interview with Baron Corbin? I said JBL's giant pants. That's all I saw. <laughs> That's how you get heat, boys. That's how you get heat, new generation. Um, he cut a fucking monster heel promo just ripping everyone apart it was pretty fun i think you'd have a fun time watching it uh and baron corbin's getting repackaged and the best part which i think you will be happy with roy even though you dis disagree with my heavenly music i could tell in your eyes uh king of the rings coming back that i do like i think that's exciting and yeah. that that's something that triple h is definitely pushing for yeah i look i think he's doing a lot of great things i think war games and survivor series is a lot of fun yeah i don't know what the fuck's going on with bray wyatt but i like that bray wyatt's kind of being normal a little bit again yeah. i've only seen clips i haven't really seen the whole shows i'm not there yet but yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's good it's all good i watched the first the night that you went to egos um whatever monday that was a couple of weeks ago i watched the first like 20 minutes of raw and I love, I loved it because uh, it was just a promo with the bloodline and Sami Zayn's incredible. And bye, Red. And uh, Roman I'm Reigns here. is incredible. You're I'm there. Here. Your video dropped. Um, he's back. 
Uh, maybe, maybe. Are you here? Hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I mean, look. I think there's a lot of good things happening right now. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we watched Extreme Rules, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it a lot was of fun. A lot of fun. And apparently on Friday, actually, Hassan just asked, did you guys see Jay Uso attack Logan Paul? I didn't see that. But uh, apparently it was a pretty fun little moment. And uh, apparently more tension in the bloodline. We might see Jay Uso break off from the bloodline. Which, is which I'm excited about. Interesting. Yeah. Jay Uso is doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure, never sure which Uso is which, but I'm Jay Uso is the jealous one. Yeah, we need Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bleak here. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bleak. Brooklyn would, knows. But... Brooklyn knows. Um, but we agree, Hassan. Uh, the I'm one, just... the the Uso that wrestled in singles matches against Roman Reigns in 2020 is I think really that's talented. Jay. You think that's Jay? I think that's Jay. I think Jimmy was the one that was out with some legal personal problems. stuff. Yeah. Um, but we All have right. to keep moving on because we have real sad news. Actually, okay. Up right now, real sad news. Next slide, there, Tam. Um, we uh, LLW, our hearts go out to Kevin Nash and the Nash oh. family. Uh, heartbreaking news. Kevin Nash, good friend of the show, um, constantly giving us support and helping us out with all our uh, podcasting. We helped him out when he started his podcast, you know, click this. Um, make sure to send him some emails saying that Loser Lee's Wrestling gives their condolences <laughs> and that they would love to have you on the show whenever you're free uh, to talk about this and just kind of shoot the shit, you know, catch up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, die, his son died, 26 years old. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, unknown causes, their only kid. Very sad stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's not much to say about it besides the fact it also happened on Scott Hall's 64th birthday. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Passed away on the 64th Jeez. birthday of Scott Hall. That's tough. Rough day for Kevin Nash. Yeah. Uh, we definitely give out our condolences and yeah, hope absolutely. him the best. Absolutely. Um, yeah, do you have a, a fun fan. Kevin Nash uh, memory? Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite one, just one that pops up in the top of your head that you'd like to share. I'm telling you, you know, this is non-wrestling, but if you've ever seen the show Detroiters, he's in an episode of Detroiters, and he's a fucking treat. He's incredible. You keep telling me about this. I have to check yes. it out. It's, so Tim Robinson and Sam, Richard, Sam Richardson um, are owners and operators of an advertising agency that was passed down to them from Tim's dad. And Tim's dad is played by Kevin Nash. But Tim's dad went insane and had to go into an insane asylum. So Kevin Nash, in this one episode, escapes from the insane asylum and takes the business back over for one episode. And it's he's incredible. He's incredible. I mean, he really is really talented. There's some things that he says that I disagree with, of course. But like, there's as you get older, as a human being, as you get older and you're a wrestling fan, you come to appreciate Kevin Nash more and more because you just you're in the real world more and more, and you work just like Kevin Nash did, except you weren't working in wrestling. You're just working at your job. So you hear all the things about, I'm not working any more than I need to. And all yeah. of these things that he talked about, it's like, yeah, maximize that shit. Who gives a fuck? I love it. Yeah. I love Kevin Nash. It really makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Oh, you understand wrestling. Yeah. No, he understands no, he gets wrestling. <laughs> uh, he gets it. Uh, but, uh, blessings to the family. Hope they're doing okay. Hope they're able to get through this time. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Really um, hard. And we have one last story for you, Roy. One last story for you. It's not yeah. even a discussion piece because my discussion piece was CM Punk potentially go to WWE. Um, but we have Women of Wrestling. Wow. <laughs> Their third show has outperformed Battle of the Belts. 324,000 people watched more than Battle of the Belts. What channel is this show on? It's on a CBS affiliate. And it's. I think, it, I think we're able to watch it. Hmm. 
Interesting. I think we're able to watch. I think it's available in the Austin and LA network uh, or uh, markets. Um, but yeah, I just uh, have 334,000. Uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, AJ Lee is very happy about that. Yeah. Um, producer and color commentator. I'm going to watch a show today. Okay. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you find it, where you find it, and then I'll go watch it. They can sling. Uh, Woodsy to be says all of Kevin Ash's matches with Bree were awesome. Bree, who's Bree? With B R E, B R E, with Bray. Yeah, I thought that. You're gonna have to give us more clarification on this, Woodsy. Yeah, who's Bree? But that's the end of the news, Roy. That's the end of the news. That's the end of the news. Well, I have a special announcement to make that next week. I couldn't do it this week, but next week we got a new top 10 coming uh, your way. A new top, top 10. Top 10 transitional champions in the history of professional wrestling. Oh, very subjective. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I think I'll be able to prove my point here. Okay. Okay. What is your definition of transitional champion? I'm, we're, I'm still working on that, but so, essentially, <laughs> I'm essentially like someone who is given the heavyweight title on the road to a major show in order to make the championship changing hands be more significant sure okay so i i can I, i'll give an example this person's going to be on my list i don't know where but i'll give a quick example uh bret hart is a transitional champion now now that being said he's had other more serious great title runs but he was a transitional champion he won the title from kevin nash big big daddy cool at survivor series 95 in order to elevate the main event of wrestlemania 12 to be against Shawn michaels to build and create the star that is Shawn Michaels. They gave the title to Brett, so Shawn could then beat Brett. Okay, okay, all right. So that, that, that makes some sense. Uh, and then Woodsy clarifies all uh, that BRE is actually Brett. Oh, yeah. There you go. The tea. So, yeah, yeah, all the matches with Brett are awesome, and they are. Awesome. They are. They are awesome. Yeah. And also, it just uh, he's a good big man. Um, the, uh, the, there's a sweet story that Brett has in his book about uh, before the last match he ever has in his career, before he came back and fought Vince. Uh, the last match he has is on Thunder. And have you ever read any of Brett's book? Yeah, I read it. This I love this. Well, I can't remember it, but it's it. honestly really sad. It's not. I think it's fun. It's sad though that Brett in his last match ever before he came back for the fake matches that he had. Uh, he couldn't even wrestle in his gear because his gear had gotten stolen because Doug Dillinger, the head of security for WCW, fell asleep while, while, like, while guarding the locker room and a fan snuck in and stole Brett's bag. <clears throat> so he's in like his long like jean shorts and his NWO t-shirt. And right before, he's fighting Nash on a Thunder. That's the last match he ever has. And um, right before they're about to go through the curtain, Nash turns to Brett and he says, hey, just so you know, the best matches I ever had in my career were against you. And then they had then Brett's last ever match was against Nash. That's beautiful. That's it. Yeah, Brett and Sean were his two best opponents by far. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, that's the that's the end of the news. That's the end of the news, and that's the end of the thing. But we have to do our Hall of Fame. We got to do the Hall of Fame because people have been aching for this Hall of Fame, and I'm going to need you to start this one off. I'm going to start this one off because I think there's the the obvious slam dunk recipient of the Hall of Fame this year or this week is uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But that being said, Maxwell Jacob Friedman is banned from being inducted into the Hall of Fame because he's already been inducted into the Hall of Fame multiple times. Yes. We can't just keep inducting the same person. That's true. So I'm going to go the opposite direction. Well, not the opposite direction. I'm going to go uh, with the person who opposed him in this monumental moment for in MJF's career. 
uh, I'm going to induct William Regal into the weekly LLW Hall of Fame. And the reason for that is, you know, like so many people who've come to AEW, they've been given more creative freedom. And sometimes that isn't always a good thing. And Regal's been like wacky and he's having a good time and he's calling uh, Excalibur a tulip and he's like doing all these fun things and it's great. But Regal knew in that moment that he needed to turn it on and yeah. he turned it on and he did a yeah. great job. He did a really great job. Honestly, one of the best promos of his career yeah. uh, right then and there. A great job done. Uh, excellent choice of putting William Regal. My inductee this week is MJF. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because dude can fucking go. Yeah, he fucking right. lit it up. I know you banned him just a second yeah, ago. Yeah, just because we keep inducting him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put him with William Regal as a tandem for okay. my induction. So it's not just him. There so William Regal is getting in twice. One as part of a group and one as a part <laughs> of a single. Um, that's pretty impressive, actually. That's the first yeah, time pretty, pretty in LW history that been nominated the same day in both a group and a single. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing stuff from MJF, though. Uh, and also for coming out at the end, even though it wasn't his best work, but for coming back out at the end and ad-libbing and, like, making it work after yeah, for Hangman, sure. Hangman good got point. hurt. Really and good it point. Just, it, it was, really it's good a hard point. spot to yeah. be in, and they trust him to do it, and he did it. Um, uh, Hassan writes, okay, I'm back, Wazoo, and we're back. Wazoo. glad you're back. Wazoo, but we're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. Because we're sleepy. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. This has been Lose Release Wrestling. Um, give a give a, hand, a good clap for uh, for uh, Tam. Tammy Tam, doing it. Tam's uh, back. Great job. And we're back. Honk, honk. We're back. We're, we're going to be here. We're going to be here uh, on Wednesday. Next Wednesday, Wednesday. Right? We're going to be here okay. on Wednesday. We're going to be here Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, right after when? Right after uh, AW Dynamite. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, thanks all so much for joining us. Check us out. Find us online. Find us on podcasts and uh, Instagram and uh, things we post there. Uh, we do. Definitely do. Definitely do. What? What? We do. Um, thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> Have a great one. Uh, uh, Roy, say, say bye to everyone. Hey, 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 everybody. Goodbye. Bye bye. What? 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 But? Bye. What? Bye. What? Olay. Olay.